0: Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Shalom Bayes, Sheer number 13, email address sholembayes777 at gmail.com. We're going to talk today about stubbornness. It is very normal for one or both of the spouses to have a certain streak of stubbornness in them. And while a certain degree of stubbornness, or we call it azus. Um, is healthy to be used for good things, very often in marriage that stubbornness could derail a marriage and cause a lot of damage to a marriage. Because very often um, people wish want to be stubborn just for the sake of of being stubborn. They want to be right just because they just want to be right. There are many reasons for that. Um, it gives a person a certain sense of misplaced power or authority um, that I have control over a situation and you're going to be stubborn about it and that's when it's being misused because real power real power is having the courage to put aside your natural stubbornness when it's required and in marriage it's required very often and remember this There is nothing horrible about the fact that in many situations your spouse is right and you are wrong. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world when there's situations when you are wrong and your spouse is right about something. And um, that's true, like I said a few times already, and it's important to reemphasize again and again that the majority of the spats and the disagreements um, that sometimes snowball into greater things are not the big issues, but the small things. And on those small things, you're taking basically a little fire and you're throwing um, kerosene and and you're just making it into a big fire when it could easily be put out. It takes two people to argue. A non-response usually ends in argument. And for trivial things, it is best to do that—that approach—to just let it go. And even for serious things, um, when fighting, you know, fighting is not the probably the most uh, best way to handle it. This idea of not being overly stubborn and not using stubbornness in the wrong way—that's really the essence of what Shalom bias means and what Shalom bias is, and really what Shalom is. Because the Pesach says bim he makes peace in the heavens what do you need peace in the heavens for so the Chazal say that there is a Malach made out of fire and there is a Malach made out of water and they stand next to each other and they don't damage each other because Hashem puts in the hearts of both of them one will to stand and to, and to serve the one who created both fire and water so, shalom bias does not mean that it's all one thing and we're all always on the same page. It's between two, and it's not always between two people who have necessarily the exact same Ashkafas. That's not what shalom bias is. That's not what shalom bias means. Shalom bias is when you have two people, two individuals, they may have different opinions about things, they, have, they may have different desires about things, and nevertheless, they could live together with peace. They could connect the two opposites when there is sometimes those opposites and unite them. And shalom bayis, means that it's more in the house than it is in the yeshiva, than it is in the shul, than it is at work, because, of course, you have to have shalom in those places too. But in the house, in the house where sometimes there could be a total... um you know diversity and there could be worry financial worries like we discussed and child issues and other things between a husband and a wife that are different from each other and nevertheless there is shalom that is what the lesson we learn on the estate shalom of that even fire and water make peace with each other and after the wedding when you realize that you're different that is when shalom bayis begins not when you know the you, you, you know you're seeing stars and uh, you know you're in the heights of the engagements or you know like the the sheva brach is very often and you know it's still like all one at some point the one will one run it, be more like water one will be more like fire and nevertheless it's important to have shalom between them and this i heard from Rabbi friend, he gave a Shalom Bayeshir that I listened when I was still not yet married. And it's a well-known Yesite, but it's important to repeat. There's a machleikis between Rashi and Tosis and Menachis about a mezuzah, whether the mezuzah should, should be horizontal or vertical, whether it should be stationed as you're standing or like on the side. And it's a Machlechus. Some say it should go from Mizrach la like on the side. Some say the other way around. And what we do is we make a Pshara. And this is very interesting. A pshara meaning a compromise. And in in generally, we do not make compromises. We them like one or the other. But over here we make a compromise, and we place the mezuzah on a slant. Not quite vertical, not quite horizontal. And that is to teach us that the mezuz is the first thing that actually teach us, when you see that, when you're going into your home, and she says this way, and he says that way, it's important to learn how to make a bishara. It's important to learn how to compromise. And through that, you will, you will have shalom, the way shalom is meant to be. And again, this idea of combating stubbornness, unnecessary stubbornness, is very important. We're going to talk in other shiurim about the 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 of the other way around of having Busha meaning Busha in a good way of modest, in a modest um Busha and also the truth be told opposite of healthy stubbornness of sherif that could be used in a good way but in marriage very often you have to be very careful not to be stubborn not to just even if you think you're right, you know you're right, you have to learn how to bend, you have to learn how to compromise. And this applies, um, you know, as people do this or try to do this, but the truth is, all of life it's like that. All life situations change, people change, and everything, you know, is fluid, and one thing is for sure, that the way to go through life's changes and life's difficulties is not to be stubborn for the sake of being stubborn. It's very important to have a drive. Like certain times when you have a so stubborn streak, it shows a certain conviction that you believe in something. So, and of course, we honor that when you have some people that are more like strong-minded, and some people are more, you know, flexible. And I told, and I like I mentioned all the time that is okay. It's okay, but teva. When you have some people that are more um, stubborn by nature and some that are less stubborn by nature. So when I say don't be stubborn, I don't mean chalila. If someone has that in them, they're not supposed to uproot it completely out of their personality. They just need to know how to direct it. That's what tikkun Hamidais is all about. We're not trying to make you a person that you're not. But you definitely do need to bend and learn from the other side of things when necessary. And you use that koyach of k'shei ayref, to use that, that uh, koyach of stubbornness for the right things. And to be stubborn in yechesed, that's, that's an interesting concept. You're stubborn in your, in your conviction to make p'shares. You are stubborn in the fact that you're going to adhere to the lesson of the mezuzah That tells you, don't go be horizontal, don't be vertical, be on a slant, meaning compromise. And that is to be stubborn about that. Be stubborn about that shulling. Be stubborn about the fact that you are willing to be flexible and to bend and to do like what Hashem said by the malochim up there, even though we're bus of adams, we're people, we could do that. We could have one: the husband being an Aish fire, and the and the wife water, or vice versa. And nevertheless, they both stand together. They're shalom together. They serve Hashem together, and they actually become one. And not only does the fire does not extinguish the water, and the the water doesn't extinguish the fire, and the fire doesn't burn out the water. But they learn to go exist peacefully and beautifully. Have a wonderful day.